welcome to December Tattle Pod. And as always, I have been busting my ass and doing my version of my best. Sometimes it's not working very hard, but it's still my best. And I traveled home to see the kids and my grandbaby. And by now, if you have been listening, you know that I had a long and boring ride home. And I'm going to share the highlights of my journey. And as much as I hate to disappoint, because I know you're all expecting it, I'm not going to complain about Route 23 through Eastern Kentucky. Now, I do have some observations, but I'm not going to complain because I need to practice what I preach and stop being a hypocritical twat. If you're not going to change your behavior about something, then you need to stop complaining when you end up suffering the consequences. And that also applies to me. So, all right, number one, observation, maybe more of a question from my travels. Giovanni, as in Giovanni's Pizza, if you are familiar with it. It's very popular, like I think, in Kentucky and southern Ohio areas. But my point here is their logo, quality without compromise. Think about that. What the actual fuck does that mean? Since when has serving a quality product ever included compromising on fuck all of anything that you're using to make that product? This is the only part of Giovanni's Pizza that makes me think that it might have been an actual genuine article started by somebody named Giovanni because whoever created this slogan had a shit English vocabulary. Maybe consider saying value without compromise. Maybe that'd be more appropriate. But who wants their pizza known for value over being delicious? So dump the slogan and maybe dump the pizza. Or send me one and I will decide if it's worthy of the effort to change that horrible slogan. Come on now. My final complaint. Complaint. I said I wasn't complaining. So these are known as observations. My final observation. It does actually have to do something with traveling down Route 23. It does, but not a complaint. It's an observation. There are like three elk crossing signs or more and one white-tailed deer crossing sign. I'm pretty sure the white-tailed deer probably outnumber the elk, but I don't know. I didn't look it up. Um, Email me and tell me what a bitch I am. That's fine. I did find some research and apparently 1,500 and some odd elk were released in this part of Kentucky between the years 1997 and 2002. It's now 2023, and supposedly, according to the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resource Elk Report from 2021, because I didn't look that hard, there are now over 10,000 of them, which I guess would warrant elk crossing signs. But I'm pretty sure those signs were put up as soon as the first elk wobbled out of the womb and into the hills of Kentucky as they were so proud of it. But I have been on that route many times and I am disappointed because I have never seen one. Pikeville is not that big. My theory is that even the elk hated Route 23 and they got the fuck out of there. They probably wanted to get hit by a fucking cart and realized that people who drive Route 23 through Pikeville drive too slow to actually end their miserable existence. So, if I ever do have to stop for an elk on my way home to Ohio, Tattle Potters, you'll be the first to know. 
Well, no, my brother Doug will probably be the first to know because I complained to him about it first, and you'll be the second. So our email today is from the writer of our episode, Wiping the Vag, which she wrote during the misery of the end of her pregnancy, if you remember, and if you haven't, go back and listen to it for fuck's sake. But her spawn is here now, and she writes in with this. Dearest mother, I finally had my baby, and now that I am home, my mother-in-law is asking me almost every day when she can come and watch my newborn that is two weeks old so I can take a nap or something, which I nap a few times during the day anyway when my baby naps. We let her come, we let her, I guess it's her mother-in-law, come over a few times a week to see the baby. And honestly, I don't really trust her alone with my baby. When she used to watch our older two children, when they were little, we would pick them up in diapers that they seemed to have sat in all day. Our older kids are five and six, and they are disrespectful to my husband and I when my mother-in-law is around, and I'm sure we look like a couple of assholes when they start having bad behaviors because we quickly try to shut that shit down. I know that she's trying to be nice. Am I wrong for wondering why she's trying to get me out of the room with my baby? Anyway, what the hell do I do? Signed, Mama Bear. Well, Mama Bear, I actually wrote this with a little different response, but as I reread your email, that last paragraph, I know she's trying to be nice and wants to see her. Well, you're rationalizing her behavior and you need to stop that. You don't need to do that. Okay, so Mama Bear, you are not wrong. You do not owe her an explanation. Just thank her and say, well, that is very nice of you to offer, but I don't really want a break from the baby. I am really enjoying being a mother and I'm enjoying spending time with her. Continue let to let her come over and participate when it's reasonable for you and your household. And that's about all you have to do. I will say, sometimes it is different navigating what you should do when you are a newly ordained grandmother. And this is from personal experience. I am a grandma to one super cute, very smart, wonderful granddaughter who's almost a year old. And when she was born, it was one of my best days. And it honestly was probably better and surpassed the birth of my own children. Number one, because I didn't have a sore twat afterwards and I didn't have 18 years of fear ahead of me. The first part of my life was pretty dysfunctional. When I had children, my life was dysfunctional and um, everything was scary. But for some reason, I continued to do it. And I'm very glad I did it. My kids, I'm sure, are very glad I did it. They turned out just fine. I likely had a different experience than a lot of people had with the birth of their planned babies and to their very functional and nuclear families. I knew how difficult everything was for me. And that was my point of reference and how little help that I actually did have other than help from a very overbearing mother of my own. I wanted to do everything possible for my son and his wife to help them ease into the transition of having a baby. Again, I only had one point of reference and that was from dysfunctional chaos. And I also offered to watch the baby if she needed a break and it came from a genuine place of empathy. So I did offer, like, you want to go run errands? You, if you need to do something, let me know. It came from a genuine place. I also wanted to make sure that they knew 
that I wanted to be a part of my grandbaby's life. It was very important to me. And you know what? I didn't need to do all of that. After all, my daughter-in-law, she said, you can come over whenever you want, but like, I don't really need a babysitter because I want to spend time with the baby. And um, sometimes this is the only time that I actually get with her. And this was said like after she started working again and stuff and she was very busy. And I thought, oh, she's right. She's working all the time. That is all the time she gets with her. Why would she want to take a break? I mean, and it's okay if you do want to take a break. I'm in no way judging that at all. That was fine with me. And I no longer felt that like she might need help that she was afraid to ask me for. So I was offering so much because of my own experience of not receiving genuine and unconditional help when I needed it. Maybe your mother-in-law is doing exactly that and will likely respond really well to just kindly letting her know that you are completely content right now. If she isn't okay with that, well, then that's another email, I guess. I think you're doing a great job. Just keep your cool and remember, nobody has to be over at your house all the time and you owe them no explanations. She is a grandmother. That baby did not come from her body and she just needs to navigate what her place is and give her time to do that. Give her a little bit of time to process that. I'm pretty sure she will. So that's a wrap for Tattlepod. I was not nearly as vile as usual, but different strokes for different folks, people. Not all situations result in a dick kick or a cunt punch here on Tattlepod. And remember, I'm not a professional. I'm just giving my opinion because I feel like it, and apparently you feel like listening to it. Write to me at tattlepod at gmail.com or visit tattlepod.com. And for fuck's sake, buy me a fucking coffee. Christmas is coming after all, and I've got a lot of listens and I bought one fucking coffee bot for me, for fuck's sake. Um, from Dina. I will let everybody know you've got to reach the Dina standard now. So until next time, ciao for now. And remember, there's no shame in tattling to your mother. Thank you.